Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia! Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Welcome, everybody. Here we go for another fun episode together. Hey, how are you tonight, Kara? I am doing all right. Feeling good. Ready to drink some beer with you. Of course. Of course. So tonight we're going to drink from Mile Wide Beer Company, which is in Louisville, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. And these are some more road trip beers. Yes. It feels like... And and I didn't I think, think we would ever be. say yeah. we would get to this point. We actually get to drink beer outside of the Chicagoland area because we're going outside yeah. of the Chicagoland area. Yeah, which is nice. This is uh, the the last I think of our of mine and my husband's road trip beer. So most of it was your husband's, but we did pick up a couple on ours. But we went to Louisville and picked up mostly bourbon and a couple of beers. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. You know, I, you did the right thing. Yeah. And I'm excited mm-hmm. to try another uh, yeah, brewery from Kentucky because. Honestly, I've probably had a lot of beer from Kentucky. Yeah, no, a lot of Kentucky breweries are very local distribution. So okay, um, we did a couple when I brought at least one back when we did our road trip down to Tennessee in June, but we stopped at Kentucky on the way. Okay, um, but yeah, that was local distribution. The one we drank last time was local distribution, and I think this one is as well. So okay. not getting much outside of Kentucky unless you go to Kentucky. <laughs> Very well then. Yeah. Right. Um, well, let's start with this session IPA, Idle Wild, and uh, I'll get this poured here, and we can start. Cool. You can tell me about this lovely brewery yeah so mile oh, explode it a little bit a little bit of just a touch of foam foam there all right let's That's give okay. this we a shot this. yeah so uh mile wide beer company louisville opened in december of 2016 uh 2016 was a very good year for hmm. beer i think That's yeah, a lot of brewery so. there's a lot of breweries that open all right five percent abv drink fresh it's Recycle very, your can. It's very yellow, so it doesn't have any golden, which isn't always the case with IPAs, yeah. but like sometimes they're just like a pinch orange, and yep. this is like really pale, really, really pale it yellow. Is, it is a very pale. It smells like an IPA, though. IPA. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very pale IPA. <laughs> very pale. Is that like redundant? I think it kind of is. All right, let's give this a shot, and then I'll talk about my leg. Hmm, it definitely smells like an IPA. Lots of head. Mm-hmm. Not my favorite IPA. It it almost barely tastes like an IPA. It's like a lager IPA mix. Right? I mean, kind I know of. they're calling it a session IPA, and I think sometimes people get the, you know, the, the yeah. attitude that session really just kind of means drinkable, yes. low ABV, yep. mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, and, and an IPA can definitely be sessionable. Sure. But this is, yeah, this is really more lager. Like, right? Even the colors. Like, I mean, you said yeah. it was yellow. Like, it, it looks, if you put this next to a, nor- like, a normal, another comparable IPA, I feel like I would think this was a lager. Yeah. More yeah. More so. Definitely. 
It's okay. I think it was a tiny bit of a shock to the system, though. Because yeah, I think like we were looking you're expecting for like Dr. Pepper and you get like iced tea or something. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Like, exactly. Um, if I judge it purely based off of taste and not type, it's it's okay. But it definitely doesn't taste like an IPA. It smells more like an IPA than it tastes like an IPA. Yeah. I mean, when we poured it, the first thing I did was mm-hmm. smelled it. And it definitely smelled like an IPA. It just... Very bitter on the end. Yeah. Very really bitter. Yeah. Really bitter. Interesting. All right. Well, anyways, we got another beer to drink later as well. So Mile Wide Beer Company, Louisville, Kentucky, opened in December of 2016, um, founded by four friends, Scott and Kyle. Kyle is the head brewer. Scott calls himself the hype man. Um, <laughs> they came from Schlafly. They were both worked there prior to opening Mile Wide. And then another one of their friends um worked like in like construction or something and then the last one patrick who is no longer with the company actually he left in 2018 um but he previously owned a draft house down in that area as well um and has since moved on to cider so he's still in the realm of things but has moved into the cider business but um and actually the assistant brewer who now who didn't start with them was from against the grain before coming so they're all been in the industry and whatnot Mm -hmm. um for quite a while so it's not like they just started from home brewing like everybody else um (laughs) so they uh they started a lot of them were in the industry already. So they've got a production space and tap room in one their building. And it's separated by a floor-to-ceiling just glass wall. So oh, when you're wow. in the tap room, you can see all the production floor. Okay, cool. Um, so kind of cool. That's interesting. Yeah. They... Um, you know, they they did say, like, the, their goal is to push boundaries with interesting and flavorful beers, but still, you know, create good quality beers. Um, so, you know, maybe they've had some differences, uh, different, different unique tastes. The next one we're going to drink actually was a um, Great American Beer Fest winner oh. a few years ago. Wow, so, that's cool. Yeah. So. I'm excited to try it. I always like to give those beers a shot. Mm-hmm. Kind of see what my take is on, because, you know, it's not often that you really get to try yeah. a Great American Beer Fest sure. medal winner. And mm-hmm. and on the occasions where you do, I've generally been pretty impressed. Agreed. Yeah, so, I haven't had met that many, but yeah. And it's definitely interesting to see what your opinion of something is compared to, you know, I guess the professionals. The maybe. expert. <laughs> yeah, the experts. I agree, I agree. I like to um, think that I'm kind of an expert on tasting beer because of my experience. Yeah, that's totally Which fair. is vast. And that's frankly the way that you get to be an expert in something I is experience. so. so I mean, um, they count themselves, and if some people, many people in Kentucky count themselves as one of the first breweries to brew in any IPA. Okay. Um, so, you know know quite a few years ago um they did open a second tap room in owensboro kentucky on friday the 13th november of last year wow and sadly it is closing at the end of this month this year so they made it a year um that's brutal covid pandemic all those kind of things they just couldn't couldn't keep it open Mm -mm. so um they tried and they're just gonna stick with the one location i mean they're doing fine like i said they um 
they do can and sell to some restaurants and pretty much can you can only get it in the, the general you know local area um their space was once a Pillsbury biscuit factory. Awesome. Um, and then it was actually the first brew pub in Louisville called the Silo. There's a big grain oh. silo that is still right like overshadowing it. Um, and then it was a live music venue before it. They took it over in 2015. They took it over. Opened in 2016. Uh, and the mile wide is essentially a nod to the Ohio River at its widest point. Is ah. a mile wide, so that's where the name came from. So cool, yeah. So that's pretty cool. good. I like that. Yeah. So um, yeah. So that's really it. So cool, cool place. Yeah. Um, a yeah. very interesting finger quotes IPA. Yes, it's not a bad beer. I just don't wouldn't consider it an IPA. Um, but yeah, they've got a West Coast, they've got an NEIPA, they've got some other things, but this is what they had available when I was driving through. Just a thought about NEIPAs these days, because mm-hmm. they seem to be kind of like the flavor of the season, yeah, or summer, they're, they're spring, become, summer. Yeah. It's just been a really, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe it's even longer than that, right? I mean, they've been around for a, lo- a while now, but they've yeah. been very, very popular, especially more recently, yes. I think. Yes. And I went to a brewery that I won't name. Okay the other day mm-hmm. and i'm looking at the tap list trying to decide what i'm going to order and mm-hmm. there's probably about let's say 10 beers on tap okay and i counted seven new england ipas wow that's a lot i'm not exaggerating that's seven too i literally many. and i love any ipas but that's too many i was just like wow how can you have so many and the feel like they're variety. different enough yeah I ordered two of the three non-any IPAs yeah, right? as my tastes at the... I ordered a porter yeah. and a sour. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> a lot, Because I was just like, like, which one would I order? Yeah. Like, I wasn't versed enough in the brewery to be able to tell if one was sure. far superior to but the other. But even, others. frankly, there's seven. There's like, seven, dude. That's a lot. Seven is a lot. Yeah. Seven I mean, is too many. If you, guys, if you have a brewery and you're listening to yes. this, this is my just very kind, constructive criticism. You shouldn't have seven of any beer style. No. On your menu, no. unless you have 70 beers. Yeah, which is too many, maybe. too, because yeah. then there's too many options. Like, Well, and then nothing is that good. Everybody knows that once you reach yes. a certain point, yeah. you're going to take a hit in quality. And if yeah. you're making that many beers, which I know that's an extreme, sure, outrageous sure, sure. Yeah. number. It is extreme. Even some of the largest <laughs> breweries that we've spoken about Joe on this make podcast, 70 at a time. Yeah. they don't make 70 beers. But, um, but yeah, I just... It was shocking, and it's interesting to me that that yes. beer style was that prevalent, even even considering the fact that it's popular. Yeah, but know? that's – yeah, no. To me, that's way too many. Like, you need to diversify way more than that. And even if it is popular, you have three, you know? Three. Like, I feel yeah. like that's You that's change good. the hot profile, and then you do, or right, you have a collab exactly. with somebody, yeah, maybe. But, or and then you can have different kinds of IPAs. You can have a West Coast. You can just have an IPA. That's what I'm talking about. You that was the need... other beer, by the way. Oh, really? was a West Coast IPA. So there were, there were all the eight IPAs. IPA varietals. Yes. And then two and other a beers. a porter and a sour. That's crazy. And I drank the porter and the sour. And the porter was good. Yeah. And the sour was and... just so right. Yeah. But, yeah. No, that's way too many. Way too many of one type. All right. So... Anyways. Anyway, I'm yes. sorry. I just had to share that side note because no, it was so alarming to me. Yes, I would be. I would. 
yes, I would be offended by that. It, <laughs> yeah, I did not stay long. Mm-hmm. What was I going to do? <laughs> Drink seven in the IPAs, apparently. <sighs> and be Should like, this a one tastes of like the last one. Yes, then, this, this is also, also an any IPA. Tastes like the last one. This also is also an any IPA. Like the last one. <laughs> Fantastic! All right. Well, <laughs> so. okay. Well, we're gonna drink our lager IPA. I'm gonna call it that for right now. Yeah. And uh, talk about. We're gonna talk drinking. about right and wrong. <laughs> yeah. Basically, are we? Are we gonna talk about what's yeah. right and what's wrong? It's wrong to have seven New England IPAs yes. on your menu. Yes. <laughs> it is right to have a healthy variety with some nice flagships. Fantastic. That's what I would suggest. All right. <laughs> as an expert there you go <laughs> so yeah we're gonna talk about drinking but we're not just gonna talk about drinking because yes. i mean isn't that what we are pretty much did? all the time let's talk about drinking around our kids yeah so this is a subject that we've touched on sort of because mm-hmm. we talked about visiting breweries with our kids yes. and we kind of you know we agree that that's a borderline controversial question yeah. uh this is just plain drinking in front of them yeah. um and of course just like Every topic that we discuss, I think back yeah, when like I was a gajillion years yep, to when agreed. I was growing up and what the what the situation was mm-hmm. in this way. Same. And uh, I think my situation is interesting, although I don't know that it's unique. Okay. My mom never drank. Mm-hmm. I never saw her drink. In fact, there was a very brief period of time since being an adult mm-hmm. where she decided to start drinking beer again. Oh, and drank beer for a about a year. Okay. Off and on would have one at a restaurant or we, you know, I brought her back some Spotted Cow. She loves Spotted Cow. Oh, which uh, I dislike, Your favorite beer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody uh, else likes it, so it's okay. She loved Obviously. it. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, so she really liked that mm-hmm. beer style. She liked cream ales, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, <laughs> and other than that, though, never. Really? Not even a taste. Like I could offer her a taste of my beer and mm-hmm. she wouldn't have tried it. She's just like nothing. Nothing. Okay. My dad never really seemed to limit or restrict himself. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it had anything to do with me with being guys, around yeah. or not being around or, you know, I, he always had a glass of wine while he was cooking dinner. Yeah. He often, that's totally true. I remember that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I mean, just, and I do that occasionally, mm. although I do it with scotch. <laughs> I do it with bourbon or sometimes. It's beer. Fine. I do it with or beer. beer. Yeah. The only reason I don't drink beer while I'm cooking sometimes is because my husband and I tend to split beers sure. a lot. Yeah. And he's not always home mm-hmm. when I'm cooking dinner. Yeah. So I'll hold off on drinking beer. To open or a one. Something like, share. yeah, and yeah. I'll have no, a little totally bit of scotch or I'll drink something that we have four or five cans of, yep. uh, knowing that it's not a big deal for me to drink it. Got it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my dad was always kind of occasionally drinking we would go out to dinner and stuff like that um but neither of my parents were really partiers Mm -hmm. uh so that you know they didn't have parties at the house they didn't really go to parties yeah so they didn't drink heavily so no i don't i mean you know i know there have been occasions now that i'm an adult Mm -hmm. where i've kind of like noticed (laughs) my dad and i smash out a bottle of wine really easily and sometimes i have to hurry up and drink faster because i feel like he might be drinking too much of the wine Uh and i'm gonna have to intercept him a little bit (laughs) on that and because i i drink enough to be able to tolerate a fair amount of wine (laughs) i will drink more than maybe i would choose to drink sure occasionally try yeah yeah my um my parents when i was a child 
never drink. Yeah. Literally ever. Neither okay. of them. Wow. They never, I never saw them drink almost ever. I mean, maybe at a holiday, my mom would have a glass of wine, but okay. like they didn't. And then once we started to get older, if they had like, they did have parties. So they had mm-hmm. their friends over and stuff. Um, they would drink rum and coke. Okay. And that was like the only thing I ever saw them drink. And it was in very limited quantity. Now, now that I'm an adult, however, <sighs> it is a completely different story. Like every time I go to my parents' house, my mother busts out a bottle of wine. And yeah. my dad drinks whatever. Usually he's he's a tequila or a rum drinker. Okay. So he when we go out for Mexican, me and my dad split a pitcher of margaritas because nobody else drinks it. Right. Um, because apparently my mother had a bad experience in Acapulco in 1976. She no longer drinks tequila. I've heard this story yes. and I've also heard <laughs> that she tells this story yes. often. But that's all she sells. She doesn't reveal yeah. the rest of it. Well see that's <laughs> interesting because I kind of wonder if there's something about my mom and her history Mm. that explains why she didn't drink because she one time she kind of alluded to an experience in college where she like successfully chugged a beer faster than somebody else Uh. and when you clearly like she did when you hear a story like that about your mother Mm -hmm. you're kind of like wow there's a lot to unpack there there's some things things i don't know that are part of that story that i really want to hear and it's funny because my mom went to college in Peoria, Illinois, oh, okay, yeah. which is where my husband's family mm-hmm. is from and where he grew up. Yeah. And on occasion, we've had conversations where I've been like, oh, you know, they invited us down mm-hmm. for Christmas to all go, like oh, my, yeah, yeah. my parents, parents and my well, brother's yeah. family. And it's never really played out that way sure. for a huge number of reasons. Yeah, no. It mostly <laughs> has to do with the fact that my sister-in-law, who's a doctor, doesn't really have the kind of schedule to be yeah, traveling do that. Right. for holidays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, whatever. But my mom is always just like, nah, we don't <laughs> need to go there. We don't need to go to Peoria. <laughs> and I'm just like, what, do you have like a warrant out for your right? arrest or something? Like, well, why don't you go to Peoria? Something bad would happen in Peoria. Right? So you hear what I'm saying? I do. I do. Right? Yeah, yeah. I think like... she would be irritated to hear that I was talking about this. I, I don't think that I've really done that very much with my parents when we talk about like our our growing up i try to like yeah not make it sound like oh this was the worst thing in the whole world and my parents did it to me oh yeah no. like i don't well my my husband always tells me that like i and i think we were very privileged not even in a financial way but in a like nuclear family like oh, absolutely didn't have any you know me and my girl a couple of girlfriends were together this weekend and they were all kind of going through like stories about their childhood and like the crazy people in their family and negative experiences. And I literally was like, I don't have anything to share. Cause like, I didn't have any of that. Like, and we are very lucky. So we don't have a lot of negative things to say, but yes, for some reason, my mom even has a shirt that has like the big X like through it. Acapulco. Whoa. That's extreme. But so now whenever she would drink it, she'd get sick. So I'm like, clearly something bad. Like you drank too much tequila and like got up on the bar and who knows. But it's funny because my father drinks all the tequila. So we would even buy him tequila for like holidays. Like here's your bottle of Patron or here's your bottle of like Casamigos or whatever. Sure, sure. 
so but my father also buys my mother a case of wine like every couple of months so it works out whatever makes them happy i mean you know as long as he doesn't make her drink the tequila no they're good they have their own alcohol they're fine and uh my mother brings so my mom gets headaches from caffeine so she still drinks rum and cokes but she'll bring a little bottle of caffeine-free diet coke with her to the restaurant and when we go to the mexican restaurant it'll be like a pint glass and they'll fill it up like I mean, like, 14 sixteenths with, like, rum. Whoa. And, like, splash a Coke. Splash. Every so often, splash a Coke. (laughs) Awesome. So, but as a kid, I really never saw my parents drink. Yeah. So, it's like, I mean, they flipped a switch one day, and now it's completely opposite. I did not know that at all. Yeah. And and not to say, like, I would would assume it just has to do with me not really remembering a whole lot of time around them as a young person. But then as adults or as my yeah. experiences with them mm. since then. Older, yeah. They've yeah. Don't not go out really and have a seen drink. Yeah. actively against drinking. Yeah, so. it's just funny. Like one day, once we were old enough, I guess, they just That's like. so interesting. Okay, we can drink now. <laughs> So we can drink now. I don't know what it was exactly, but wow, that's very yeah, interesting. so totally. Well, maybe you should ask them about that. I should. I will. Yeah. But anyway, so that's, that's our parent so parental that's my parents. experience. So, yes. So now I don't I don't know I never gave it any thought whether or not it was acceptable, mm. to be honest with you, to drink around my kids. Yeah. I mean, there are thoughts that I have mm-hmm. about that and yeah. there are things there are decisions I make. Yes. Because they're around. Oh, um, for sure. I mean, like I mentioned before, you know, my dad will order a bottle of wine in a restaurant. And I will drink wine out mm-hmm. at dinner and know that I'm responsible for driving my yes. kids home yeah. after. I also try to be more conscious of that. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times when my family goes out, we'll order wine and we'll drink wine mm-hmm. and then dinner will come. And mm-hmm. then we'll have dessert. And then we'll it's have coffee. It's a while. Plus you and have food in your belly. Time and, yeah. passes. So, sure. And I'll stop. I'll actively stop drinking. Yeah early enough that you know and i'll start drinking a bunch of water yeah. and i'm hydrating and i'm yeah, eating and i will never and like i said like we go out for mexican and me and my dad split a picture of margaritas not a giant picture but you know a picture sure. but um i never i'm almost always driving my children so like i'm right. never going to be irresponsible in that way right like, i don't even always have to finish the margarita like well sure you know yeah, like no. if, if we're like oh we're hurrying up dinner then i'll leave half of it there you know sure. um but you're right. I never really contemplated, should I not be doing this? But I'm also never drunk in front of my children. No. And so, I mean, even, and I, that was actually what I was going to say next yeah. is like, even kind of carrying over to when I'm home by myself mm-hmm. with my kids, I generally do not try to get drunk while oh, yeah. I'm alone caring for them. Yeah. Um, have I made mistakes? Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 Have I gone too far? Probably not. But my attitude is that, like, I need to be, I need to have my wits about me well mm-hmm. enough that to, if something were to happen, yeah, that I'm prepared to act. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that's really important. And I do think that that's something as a parent that I consider way more than I would have considered if I wasn't. I mean, you know, oh, I'm home alone sure. in my house and I want to get drunk. you don't drunk. have kids, then whatever. I'm going to get yeah. drunk. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's an occasional time when... My parents will keep the kids overnight or something, and but I still actually probably don't really get 
drunk at home. Me and my husband will generally, like, if I'm going to make, like, us a drink, so, like, I'll make an old-fashioned or I'll make something or, um, you know, I like to try and mix drinks and just see sure. what they taste like. We'll usually do that after the kids go to bed. Yeah. And they're in bed. Right. So, um, and we're just sitting on the couch just relaxing and that yeah. tends to be when we probably drink the most mm-hmm. um, yeah me too and our kids have definitely seen us drink like they've been to the brewery with us but they'll see us drink all kinds of things um which is kind of interesting though my kids we have never and probably will never see us do anything else so like we'll occasionally like eat an edible or smoke sure. a vape we never do that in front of the children though. right we don't have any problem having a drink in front of them, but we we don't do anything else. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. No. And I re- yeah. I I see where you're coming from, and I kind of in general feel the same way. And not to say I like specifically outwardly would have avoid would avoid doing those things. Yeah. But I kind of feel like it doesn't carry the same weight. Yeah. And, and we've I, never talked about it. We just don't like, right. <laughs> which is yeah. interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> I think the only time that I will say that I probably maybe don't limit myself mm-hmm. is if I go out for a meal and my husband is with me mm-hmm. and my kids are even with my kids or sure. without, no. if he is going to be the driver, he's, driving. he's yeah. not going to drink very much. Mm-hmm. I will have that second yeah. scotch or I will yeah. help my dad open that second bottle mm-hmm. of wine. Um, yeah. But I don't do that if I'm alone. Even yeah. if I'm going to sit at a restaurant for two hours, I yeah. would never go beyond. Beyond what you think. Yeah. Well, and I would say my husband doesn't, he doesn't like to drink alcohol with food. So okay. he will often not have a drink if we're at You're dinner out. because that's just not his thing. Like if we're out just the two of us and we're like, we'll have a drink first and then eat. Yeah. But otherwise, if we're just having a meal with my parents, he doesn't drink because really he doesn't for some reason like to mix it, which is fine. And he tends to drink like he wouldn't drink a mark. He doesn't like margaritas. So like he doesn't drink beer either. Right. So like there's nothing for him at a lot of restaurants unless right. we go somewhere like a steakhouse that has like a whiskey list. Sure. Um, but a lot of places we go with the kids, there's nothing he wants. Right. So he That's can drive. Makes so sense. It works out. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. But I'm yeah. kind of like that too, though. I do tend to stop drinking when my food comes. Mm-hmm. Um, not a hundred percent. Like if I'm drinking sure. wine, and I, my steak shows up, oh, yeah. I can still definitely yes. drink wine while I'm eating There's the steak. There's definitely, we need to do, my husband suggested we do a alcohol and food pairing uh, Episode, topic yes. one day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that idea. I would love to sit here and eat a steak right? while we're drinking yeah, a no, stout. I uh, would absolutely love to do that if you guys want to hear me eat. Right. That'd be great. Yeah, probably not. But <laughs> maybe we'll do that as a video. But um, yeah. Yeah, it totally depends. Depends on what I'm drinking. But now the flip side of the, um, or a little bit different, like when we're in the summertime, we've got the pool, we often come to our house. And if we're outside like all day in the pool, like I probably, I definitely drink more than a couple because we just sit by the pool and we drink. And I probably don't really pay attention. Not that I'm drunk, but like we'll make a pitcher of sangria and we'll sure. just like yeah. drink it and sit by the and pool. You'll have some. Yeah. And the right. kids are all more than fine in the pool. Not like I would ever be drunk, but like they're 
old enough, tall enough, big enough that like They're I don't have to jump in, in the pool. pool. Right. Um, so that happens often, and like we have a couple of friends that like. Their kids know that, like, if they're like, oh, I'll go get you a beer, mom, that that buys them, like, another hour of time in the pool. So right. they're like, oh, here, look, I brought you a beer. Can we stay? Right. <laughs> so of course. I love that. Uh, Someone should teach my kids They're that. old enough to be like, oh, mommy's not going to drive if she drinks this, so we can come and stay in the pool for a right, while. Right, So right. they've processed Genius. that. Little devils. <laughs> yeah, right? They've learned. Yeah. That's brilliant. <laughs> but, I yeah. love it. I wish my kids would do more of that. Yeah. Would you like another beer mommy i think you need another one yeah i'll behave for another hour yeah right yeah, that sounds great but yeah yeah so but i do think that in the scheme of things you know it's setting a good example and mm-hmm. i think you touched on that when you said while you might occasionally have a drink you kind of avoid some of these other things that yeah. you know could that i think that the problem is is that while obviously drinking alcohol is a habit mm-hmm. and can be considered a habit some of this other stuff mm-hmm. i think can become a slippery slope in the sense that it can be overdone Mm -hmm. the same way that alcohol can. But you're also demonstrating that you're not overdoing it Mm -hmm. and you're kind of setting that example for your kids. I do think there's a very fine line there. And I think that it's, it's hard to know whether or not your kids would even care Mm -hmm. uh, about the other stuff. You know, like, yeah, I mean, mean, like my husband, so much has changed now too. Like, (laughs) like my husband, very very rarely will have a cigar mm-hmm. and most of the time we it's the kids go to bed right. but it'll be like a nice summer night we'll sit outside, we'll, sit outside yeah. and we'll split some great beer yeah and he'll smoke a cigar and there has been like one time where the kids like came out of their rooms sure. and they like came outside and my husband's smoking the cigar and it's like now every once in a while they're like oh you know, a smoker like daddy. Oh, no. And he's just <laughs> oh, like, dude, dude, no. Like, yeah. that's not fair. Yeah. Like, he has like three cigars a, a year. year. That does not constitute. You but I mean, I get it. That's the thing, though. Doing things in front of the kids, they, they associate differently. And I think that's why, yeah. you know, it might be why you tread lightly yeah. in some ways. Because you don't necessarily want them to be like, oh, you're doing this all the time. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And we because don't. So, you ne- yeah. wouldn't necessarily encourage doing it all the time. Agreed. Yeah. So. No. And I definitely, you know, we have been around people in our adulthood that drink too much in front of their kids and those are people frankly that i don't really want to associate with i don't want my kids to see another adult drunk either so it's not even like me in front of my kids but it's really i don't want them exposed to that at the age that they're at like i'm under no false pretense that they're not going to see it when they're even in like high school and definitely college so sure not gonna can't shelter them forever but at the age they're at i don't want to be around any adults that are really incapacitated like oh yeah no i'm kind of past that i kind of just like yeah we're old now so i just don't have it in me i mean i'm about to turn 40 so i know i know we'll talk about that eventually birthday episode a birthday (gasps) episode yes we should where i cut myself with a knife great idea Uh, that's not yeah no not so much all right we're gonna open this mcpoyle milk stout yes let's drink more so yes let's drink more (laughs) it goes very fittingly with our topics i agree and interestingly Mm. our children are nowhere to be seen no no which makes it even better which is why this is okay yep (laughs) this is a 
solid, like opaque, very dark color. It smells good. I, it has. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna elaborate on that. Everybody, calm down. <laughs> good. It smells good. good. No, <laughs> I was going to say the head mm. on both of these beers is kind of overwhelming for the beer style. I mean, the mm-hmm. IPA, the head was like. Oh my god, it was, it was huge. like sixty percent. But on a milk my stout, board. like this is significant for a milk yes, stout head. That's yeah. Where mm-hmm. what I was getting at is that even on this mm. milk stout, you know. I poured myself probably about three inches, and I have like three quarters of an inch ahead on this thing. Yeah, and that's after it's settled a little bit. It was yeah. it was much bigger when I first poured it, yeah. and so yeah, agreed. You know, yeah, definitely interesting. Um, it's a pretty it's a pretty decent milk stout. Give it a shot. Hmm. It's got it. It's not too mm. thin. Like it's a good. No, weight. this is pretty like, good. Is yeah, pretty you're good totally right. Milk stout. Yeah. Very classic milk stout yes. flavor. Yeah. It doesn't have like like some stouts have a little bit more carbonation than others. This yeah. one is really smooth. Mm-hmm. Very very mild, mellow flavor. Yes. Yeah. Very milky, creamy. It is. It does have that creamy mouthfeel to it. It doesn't have any adjuncts in it. It's literally just a milk stout. And this is a good classic milk stout, though. Like this is I what I would expect it to taste I like. Yes, I can see why it was yeah. a Great American Beer Festival. I mean, the, it, this when you say milk stout, this mm-hmm. is really what it should taste like. So this is really good. Mm-hmm. I really like it. I'm glad that we uh, thank you for sharing that. With yeah. Me. No, this was a yeah. Good... So um, I, like I like it. that it has a cow on the label, and it's got like a baby <laughs> bottle, and they're yes. trying to give the cow. Milk, or Milk. assumingly that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. Very interesting can art. Even the other one was like a weird bug, but it butter. It's like a butterfly on it. Yeah, it kind of glimpsed like a it flowers. when I was pouring it. But geometrical like moth, shapes. Like there's maybe? A, it does look like a moth. There's a lot of stuff going on here. Yeah. The labels are very like... Uh, very like color contrast, you know. There's lots of blues and reds. It's and... very artsy. Yeah. Like you know. Yes. Yeah, I think absolutely. So, but no, this is good. I like this one. So. Yes, that right. one is a winner. I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. That's all I'm gonna say. I like it a lot. <laughs> Fantastic. It's really good. I was gonna say I like it more than the other beer, and then I'm like, well, that's not really fair for yeah. so many reasons. Just but, in general, uh, I like the milk stuff. But I really so like it. Yes. Let's go with that. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, I'm gonna finish this uh, this milk stout. Yeah, and, me uh, too. Awesome. And right. we're gonna keep drinking away from our children, and sometimes with. Yes. our children around in all circumstances and be smart whenever about it, it. Uh, whenever the situation calls for it yes whenever so. it's necessary and occasionally i might drink in my closet when my kids are downstairs yeah no fair yeah yeah i can totally that understand will also this. sometimes happen yeah there's definitely weeks that i just want to hide in the closet with some yeah i'm kind of in one of those i, I yeah. you know it's this we're recording this uh right before thanksgiving and I know you can relate when I tell you that I'm going to be by myself with my kids a lot yep. for Same. the next few days. Same. <laughs> like a lot. Thanksgiving, and, actually, all Thanksgiving, I will be alone yeah, with my children. Actually, yeah. Thanksgiving Day is the only day my uh, husband okay. is home. Um, mm-hmm. And it's kind of just like a coincidence yeah. that he's not scheduled. Otherwise, mm-hmm. he would be. Right. Uh, but every day mm-hmm. between now and then and every day after, after. he will be working. Mm-hmm. A lot. And probably taking a little bit of uh, verbal abuse 
from uh, bourbon barrel aged beer drinkers. Yeah, yeah, not his fault. Not his fault. Yeah. But yes. I... Everybody, if you've cooled down by now, maybe you can take a moment and remember <laughs> that the random employee at the liquor store isn't really the one who didn't give you your beer. Yeah, it's not their fault. <laughs> Have some uh, some patience this Thanksgiving. A little grace. There you go. Maybe. Have, that sounds good. Okay. All right. All well, right. I'm going to finish. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week and cheers to you all.